and welcome to the fourth official's EPL and World Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Tom Miller, with a full pod. We have James Lewis, Manchester City fan, disappointed Manchester City fan. Hmm. We have Dr. Pete, uh, Derby-winning North London man. And... Hi, Thomas. Hi, Pete. <laughs> Hi. And we have the man with all the values, Ken Lee, after a very exciting weekend for him as well. And guys... um, I feel like this is a weird year for the Prem because unlike every other year, it seems like Manchester City has fallen 10 points behind and not passed all the other teams by like January 3rd. Um, They're still struggling a little bit. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself when it comes to Manchester City, but they do have four draws and four losses through 24 matches, which I believe is probably more than they had in the last seven years. In it's any horrible. single season besides the uh, distant second finish and the third finish. It's a horrible um, record. And also, this draw especially, drawing Nottingham Forest, a team with 28 signings on the year, guys, between uh, summer and January. And Steve, don't call me dead Cooper, uh, <laughs> running the show. <laughs> looked like he was about to get looked like he was about to get sacked in I think October guys when he was just the team was terrible and you don't blame him because he's had so many players to try to work in um, instead he got a new new contract and it's actually paid off Nottingham Forest's form I think they're unbeaten in the last eight matches um, and they're winning the games they need to so um, you know he actually looks like like he got cut from as an extra from the last of us, like he was going to be one of the infected. <laughs> I'm sorry. Eyes like, bulging we, out. If that we, stat is, is too true, real, it's not true. In the last eight, 23 yeah. games yeah. in the season, they have 25 points. That's, they're uh, unbeaten yeah, they in eight in home games place. in the Premier That's League. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was, it, it was home because they did lose to Fulham uh, last weekend, but they drew Manchester city here. And guys, I think we can sum this one up. My dad sent a text from Florida uh, or from the airport when he was coming back from Florida, and it just said, "What happened to MC?" Am I catching strays from Claude now? <laughs> you caught a stray. And Is that like, what's and happening? Like, MC, and I was like, "He's talking about Manchester City." He's asking what happened to Manchester City, and he made up his James, own acronym. What happened to MC this week? Well, things were looking good at halftime. We, I think, we went into the break. At with 90% possession. I did see that. <laughs> and maybe roughly 10 times the passes completed that Nottingham Forest had. That sounds right. And I wouldn't say that too much changed for most of the rest of the game, except that we had a few more chances, and Foden and Holland conspired to fluff those. And then... Who should appear in the 85th minute? Coming out of the mist. With the lone shot on target in the game. One shot on target, four shots total, 27% possession, 65% pass accuracy, and oh. then Chris f***ing Wood <laughs> slithers his way out of some secret mutant vat in Sean Deitch's lumbers onto the field and scores a 85th minute 
tying goal <laughs> out of nothing. Yeah, yeah hate to see was, it. Uh... This is such a fucking travesty. Uh, Ken, were, did you watch? Were you watching that game? Mm-hmm. What was your reaction? I've been. Trying... Was it like a big time celebration, like Arsenal Discord? I'm was sitting, it a kid scatter? I was sitting on my couch scream? and I didn't say any words, but I looked over at Megan with the biggest surprise look on my face as to say, even she knew Chris Woods shouldn't be scoring a goal Just in that jaw game. Drop. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. And I said, oh my God, City's going to tie this game now. There's no time. And Chris Wood did fucking nothing at Newcastle the entire time he was fucking there. <laughs> what? He's such a fucking loser. And then I said, like we've been doing the whole season, we just need to worry about ourselves. Who cares what City's doing? That's true. It was a really bad draw for City. And Pete, I mean, I think the thing that stuck out to me in this match, James touched on a little bit. Um, Phil Foden and Holland don't really seem to work well together. And we've been complaining or at least criticizing City for starting Grealish. Um over Foden from or even you know Mahrez, but it looks like Foden and Holland don't play the same type of game. And it's it's the craziest strange. thing because every other aspect of Foden's game is good. Like he's yeah. still playing well, but then when it when it comes to linking up with Holland, yeah, he just it's like I don't know what it is. He does not want to pass to him, mm-hmm. or if he if he does, you can tell it's like. He's fo- it's forced, so it's not a good pass. Yeah, like, I guess that's why Grealish is playing, is because Grealish is more conventional with the way he crosses and passes. I can never really figure out why he's starting. Grealish has been playing well, and in, and in fact, like, I know you're going to go on your whole, like, goal contributions no, thing, but if you look at the, if you look at the, if you look at, like, the who scored, like, player ratings for the last, like, ten mm-hmm. games... He's he's City's highest rated average player. He's he's playing a good game. Okay. Mares Mares has gone through his period of he plays three world beating games. Then he plays mm-hmm. four astoundingly mediocre games. Now yeah. he's going to be benched, and in five games he's going to come back and he's going to have two or three worldy games again, and we're going to repeat the process. Okay. I mean, and, for what it's worth, and it's not worth a lot, I do feel like Grealish, he's been playing a lot better. This has been his best season at City, for sure, no question. I mean, he hasn't been his usual annoying self. He's been way better lately. That's why Pep's been starting him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think Tom yeah, just think got a hard has... on for hating him. So No, I, I, I'm over it, like I said. like James you, is never going to admit it. Over it. James is, James <laughs> See, is you're, never going to admit over it. You're not over it because you're, you're bringing this go... up. Back There's nothing forth. to admit. It's, it's boring because <laughs> you're not over the same it. argument over and over again. Keep playing him, and you can keep drawing Nottingham Forest. How's He's that? not the reason we drew Nottingham Forest. <laughs> well, that's my point. That's actually what I was going to talk, to, uh, like ask Pete. I mean, these games in the past, City in, I mean, let's let's call this the equivalent of March, right, or or maybe even April, in the way that the the season has worked out. Um, City is rolling through teams, scoring against relegation battlers, this is where they pick up all their points. 3 nothing, 4 nothing. They only scored one goal in this game. I think that's a much bigger problem than 
mutant Chris Wood coming on and stonking a goal in the net. You know, like, I think it's much bigger that they didn't dominate this game and that they still haven't perfected their season we, formula. We did like dominate the game, go though. I mean, Rodri missed a wide-open header from the penalty spot. Holland yeah, and Foden missed chances. That. We should we could have had four goals. It's not about yeah. creating chances. It's about the players putting them away. You guys used to do used to have Sterling and Jesus playing against the relegation battlers, we, and you'd still manage. We've scored goals. sixty goals this year. You have we have sixty goals. We have nineteen goals yeah. more than anyone else in the league. And like, yet, we, you guys have these performances like this. This is nothing new. Four, this is absolutely and, nothing new. Drawing to a yeah. house team that we should crush. That's the last five years of Especially supporting away. City. It's hard. Yeah, Pete, what are your thoughts on the game, Forest, City, whichever direction you see it in? I mean, I think uh, I think City's just not as complete a team as they've been in the past. I think they're still the best team in the Premier League, but that might not be good enough to get them the title this year because Arsenal got a head start and now City's making up the ground. So it's it's still almost a coin flip what's going to happen but yeah yeah I, I, I see what James is saying I mean I think he's right you know they dominated this game and on another day it's four to nothing but they they've just had patchy results throughout the year and they just haven't gone on that run that they usually go on where they win 15 games in a row blow everybody away um, so it's I don't feel as confident in them this year as I did last year um, in terms of winning the title at this point. No. Certainly felt like they were going to run away with it a month and a half ago when they caught up to Arsenal. But um, I, you know, it, the problem could be with Foden and um, Holland that uh, they're both recent um, descendants of Aboriginal tribes that are rival <laughs> tribes. One's <laughs> a pygmy tribe like and the other's a tribe of giants. Yeah. <laughs> that, And they just can't play in the same field together. <laughs> no, and I do also, agree with. I, I agree with that, that uh, Steve Cooper is more of a Tim Tim Burton extra. Oh, with the bulging <laughs> eyes. Oh yeah, he looks like that kid in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> the one that's like has an axe in his head and is like making the toys. I see what you're saying, Pete. You're not wrong, <laughs> Tom. I do agree with you though. Like, not like whatever is happening. Like Foden and Holland are not clicking. Right, that's not happening, which is bad because I think Foden is one of our best attacking players and right now we're not, he's being sacrificed because he can't play with Holland in the final third. Wow, he really does look like the guy with the axe in his head. I just that, <laughs> yeah. that was you that said it, so Well I said Tim Burton, but I didn't remember that guy, but that's what he looks like. You're right. <laughs> uh real quick to to end the city chat here. Anybody else think it was really weird to have uh, Kevin De Bruyne come off the field in the 87th minute when the game was tied 1 to 1? I think he's sick. It's bizarre. Yeah. Report is a sick. I know that he yeah, I guess yeah, I guess that diarrhea, makes sense Thomas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that he had uh Is that a professional when Eric diagnosis Dyer ran off the field cuz he yeah. had diarrhea? Oh, and, a lot and of Mal chased him into the locker room. Isn't it isn't it uh, Gary Lineker? from Tottenham that actually off on the field. Oh, there's plenty of players. And he, like, oh, yeah. he, like, like scooted along the grass to, like, bite it. Field. Yeah. Come on. That's definitely happened. It's just a matter of whether or not yeah. the shorts are white. I mean, I've been thing. close. <laughs> All right. Manchester City won. 
Newcastle won. City goes into their uh, Champions League match away with Leipzig and no Kevin De Bruyne, no Laporta, and no John Stones. Um, I think you guys will still get it done, but worth noting that this is still a title race, and we are heading towards March, which is nice to see. And the reason it's still a title race, Kenley, is because Arsenal come from behind. They were down one nothing five minutes in. They were down 2-1 30 minutes in, and they score, well, they managed to get a goal in the 93rd minute and the 98th minute as none other than J5, Ballon d'Or third-place player, smacks a rocket that he doesn't even have in his arsenal off the crossbar and off Emiliano Martinez's head and Face. into the goal. Yeah, that's such I a loved it. sweet arsenal goal. So, Ken, it. 93rd minute, we're in the, the Lee um, living room. Megan's sitting there probably smirking. Um, one of your kids is, like, pointing and laughing. Your other kid's <laughs> in tears. Exactly what <laughs> happens in the 93rd minute? Yeah, I jumped out of my seat and I said oh my god we won this game off of the head of that douche rag Martinez is yeah. a douche rag like actually a medical device well I don't know but it, it works nice for him because in this game yeah. I think I even called out in the chat this mother he's wasting time in the 36th minute Yeah, I think someone actually ran a, a, a tally he himself alone wasted almost six and a half minutes of, of game time he he is, he is a consummate shit house player. Yeah, so he really is. But I I think resolve, a fight, and and it was overall. I mean, I I don't think that um I think we would have been hard done to not win that game. I mean, four to two that that's nice on the scoreline. Um, but you know you take it how you get it. I mean, good win. Did you good see win. that Philip? Coutinho scored on you? Yes. I thought he only scored on us. No. That's a nice goal. Like, no, that was, and that's the downfall oh, yeah. of that game. The, the, we we are terrible. right now. It's amazing. We are mis-executing the simplest of aspects of the game right now. We are just, we, we got away with it. We're not going to get away with that every weekend. The defense has to be mm-hmm. reshored back up. Um, But, you know, I, I, it'll come around. I think as long as we can keep away win that's an away win good for us and city goes they tie keeps it keeps keeps us alive bad you know i know pete and i subscribe to the same theory that it's when you win games you shouldn't that you win titles you know like when you win games out of nothing when you win games in the very last kick of the game when you've been crap all game and or you let up a crappy chris wood goal or something like and you come back and steal three points and and don't settle for one yeah you know that's when you do have a chance at titles and you guys needed it based on your form lately um it was a really big galvanizing win for you there's a lot of um negative energy around arteta on twitter right now from rival fans I actually don't. He hasn't really, really bothered me. Why? Yeah, they don't like his on. They, his, they don't his, like his his antics, his, his quote unquote antics. antics. And for me, I think that they're w- within the normal range. You yeah. know, like I that's, think Pep does stuff. Uh, we haven't seen anything from Ten Hag yet, but it'll happen. Yeah, I mean, Arteta's Klop, getting yellow Klop to cards. Me is probably the worst. Arteta gets yellow cards, um, and other managers do worse things. 
Klopp stomps around his box, threatening to like hungry, hungry hippo anyone that comes within a ten foot radius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love yeah, that. I did I can... like in this game. I don't know if you guys saw it, but when they panned over to Arteta and he's losing his mind because uh, Martinez is wasting time for like the eleven hundredth time in the game. Yeah, and the referee yeah. like did this little like rolled his index fingers around each other and Arteta starts hopping around and making a face and rolling his fingers around each other. Yeah. Yeah. He was mocking him. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I don't, I don't really have a problem with him, uh, with his antics per se. I mean, Conte, Antonio Conte, mainly for Chelsea. I haven't seen it as much for uh, Tottenham, but some of the stuff he did was really weird. Um, Is any of it worse than like sitting on a cooler chewing cigarette butts like Sari used to do? (laughs) Or when, uh, remember when Tuchel had that uh, that cast on his foot and would spin around on the cooler and he'd be sitting on the cooler for the whole game? Or just just Steve Bruce being alive on the (laughs) sideline. Yeah, I mean, I, crooked, I think crooked ass Merlin nose is broken all over the place. I think yeah. it's fine, and I think he's gotten like he's brought the fans back into the game, and I think that that's made a big difference this season too. Yeah, uh, back to Steve yeah. Bruce real quick. I'm worried about his oxygenation <laughs> levels with his uh, with his nose being that broken. Well, there's and such a clear separation. <laughs> yeah, there's such a clear separation between like it's right in the middle, and there's a clear separation. It's like an inch off to the right. That can't be like. Yeah, that can't be. I'm glad you brought that up, Pete. I am worried as well, not from a professional context. No, no. no. <laughs> He's back, right? Did Steve Bruce sign on for somebody this week? I feel like he did. It's like Birmingham or somebody. You mixing look him up. up with Neil Warnick? Yeah, yeah. You're you're Neil. Neil. No, 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 no. Back. How I'm dare not, you? I'm not mixing him up. You're mixing. I him am up. not. No, but uh, you're right, Steve. I, I saw Steve Bruce a picture of him, and I thought that he was back too. Uh, I thought he went back to Birmingham City, but he didn't. He's not. He's not on the man. He's not managing right now. Uh, he's he's fired. <laughs> he's still fired. Still, still very very fired. Um, yeah. So a big win for Arsenal, four to two. Big especially win. on top of, especially on top of uh, Manchester City's draw. Now the goal differential is starting to shrink a little bit. It's at eight right now for City plus eight, and there's a game in hand for Arsenal, which is even more important. But they're up two points. Um, they still, I think Arsenal still plays a whole bunch of people, um, and City does too. So there's obviously still a lot going on. But uh, overall, good weekend for Ken Lee. Oh yeah, coming into Thursday's Europa League game. Are you, do you play this Thursday, or is it just us stinky ones? No, I think it, we don't play till. Uh, Cause you no. still have to finish the uh, the the knockout, right? The yeah, knockout. they're not the knockouts. Yeah. Lame. Yeah, that's pretty lame. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. Another big result in the top four race. Newcastle loses to Liverpool, um, two to zero. Nick Pope gets a red card. I think that's terrible. One of the most um, comical keeper red cards we've seen, as, I think, in the Premier League yeah. in a long time. Comes flying out and basically slides on the ball at like the forty-yard line. It comes Flying off around. as he goes to head it. I think right, like <laughs> yeah, guffs the header. It. So that it just yeah. like it's squirming out and and who is it like Salah or somebody's going to get on the end of it again and he just reaches yeah. his fat fingers out to try and grab it and he and he and he does and he's yeah you know, he's ten yards outside of his box from the cookie jar yeah yeah then and Liverpool was already up to zip yeah then it while the 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 whistle's blown and he like half out of frustration and half like play on you know kicks the shit out of the ball <laughs> and also Trippier who's running across to like help him clear it 
and just completely clears Trippier out. I didn't see that part. That's yeah, it was that was after the whistle. It was already the play was already dead. He was already like the ref was already pulling the red card out. Yeah, that was a really quick red card, really easy red card. And plus, they were already losing in the game to Zip. And the thing is, Newcastle does isn't really made to come from behind. But at the same time, you know, Liverpool's defensive frailty, as we saw in the Champions League match, where they got the crap kicked out of them after going up 2-0 I want to spend more time Real on Madrid. that Champions League match. Yeah, the Champions <laughs> but, League. Just but Newcastle had chances in yeah, this game. exactly. After they went down. Newcastle could have won that game 4-2. Man down. If yeah, they could just finish they, their chances. They have no one that can finish, though. That's why they draw so much, and that's why they waste so much time. But they dropped the points here, <laughs> guys. Still, and, I like Ken still on that one. Yeah, they dropped the points here, and... Liverpool looked like they were picking up momentum until they went up 2-0 on Real Madrid at home and got absolutely smoked. They let up five unanswered goals to Real Madrid at home in between the minutes of like 35 and like 60. Five goals for Real Madrid. And now Liverpool, they were dancing. Uh, Darwin Nunez scored a nasty little flick. Courtois gave away a goal. When the ball hit him in the knee, Terrible. and it looked like they were going to be okay, <laughs> and then Real Madrid just totally exposed their back line. And this is I was at Anfield. At the, uh, yeah, at Anfield, and the the sofa scores or whatever the who scores for their for their back line were like they were all below five out of ten. Allison Oof. had like a three out of yeah. ten. He passed the ball the other team. I think like, Gomez had like a two point eight or something. Yeah, so they they pick up some momentum, but it looks like they're going to be out of the Champions League. But guys, I mean, I think we've been talking about this for a while. When does Liverpool's run start? I mean, they've played 22 matches, which is behind almost everybody in front of them. Problem is, they still have to pass all these teams in front of them, including Newcastle, Tottenham, um, at least Newcastle and Tottenham to finish in fourth. I think it's a tall task, but... They get a little bit of momentum. Um, do you guys think that the Champions League thwacking affects them? You know, when they when they go and try to get a tough point against Palace this weekend, uh, James. Uh, I think it does because I think that they have this. I mean, I, and I won't say it's not undeserved, but they. I think for them, they they're like, oh, the Champions League is like our competition. We're always contenders yeah. in the Champions League. You know, we're going to turn up special nights at Anfield. And that, last this was a trophy, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're not getting the league and they're out of both cups, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, I mean, and this, this type of shellacking was like, and it wasn't even about, it wasn't about Real Madrid being that good. I mean, they are the goal that Benzema scored where I think oh, like yeah, Modric awesome. carried the ball like halfway Half halfway across the field into the box, passed off to Benzema, did like a nifty little shifty touch, dropped mm-hmm. Allison to his ass, and then just left footed it in off the post. Yeah, Beautiful goal. I mean, they, Real Madrid were good, but I don't know if you guys caught the post game from uh, what's it on Paramount, mm-hmm. and they have Henri and they have Carragher. Oh yeah, I um, and Henri is like, you know, we were talking about them gaining momentum again, beating Everton, beating Newcastle, which, you know, if you look back in hindsight, it's like, is beating Everton the start of a 
a run for anybody? Is that something special that you can play? Sean Dyche like, is Everton, excuse you. Look, we beat Everton, and then they beat a 10-man Newcastle. But Henri was like, in this game, you go 2-0 you go two nil up at home. Yeah. And that's where I want you to show me what kind of team you are. And they did. They showed me that they are, and these are his words, fragile. And actually, not just fragile, beyond fragile. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that uh, post game because you had Carragher in there who was like, around halftime he was doing okay, and then after the game he was so broken. It's, like, it's absolutely unacceptable. You can't show up like that. It's like, bro. <laughs> Calm down, and Mika Richards is just like laughing the whole time, you know. And just the two of them go back and forth, and at the end of the game, it sounded like Carragher just he realized that they have no chance to get through, and that really was what their hope was in, and and they kind of agreed that you if your defense is that bad, which you've been saying the whole time, defense and midfield even finish, even finishing the top four. Well, let's talk about what Liverpool did, um, when they I guess could have been chasing to narrow the goal difference a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because they have another leg to play. They brought on James yeah. Milner and Joel <laughs> Matip. Yeah, that was weird. Like, put yeah. just take Milner out back and put him down already. It is so... That's like... God, that's like... They can't. That's elder abuse. How, it is weird that they won't sign anybody to come in and replace him. I don't get it. Like every year they come trotting this guy out. Sign some like bruiser out of the championship who's off contract because he's like, because he's punched people in his own locker room or whatever. Bring him in, put some steel back in your midfield and maybe win a game. You got to like the nostalgia's had to have worn out on Milner at this point. I I like, I like James's idea. Just pick up Murphy from yeah. somewhere in the yes. <laughs> Some dude who's just like, yeah, here you go. You're going to play three games for us. And then yeah. the third one, you're going to get a red card and end some other player's career. Well, go have fun. The way that uh, Real Madrid attacked them today, you they probably just watched the game at the weekend because Newcastle man down. I mean, if you remember, they had countless man up yeah. fast breaks when they went man down. They just couldn't yeah. finish. Like, they don't have a midfield uh, marshal out there that's protecting that defense. Yeah, and, and, you, and I think Pete and James both have been saying for a while that Fabinho's done. And I actually thought he had been injured for more of the season than he has been. He just really isn't getting selected. And that's why, because he looks so slow and off it. I don't understand it. It's like he was, I mean, maybe the best... DM in the league, and he has 20 appearances in the Premier League this year. Yeah, now that's only too short of how many games they've played. Yeah, so he's almost played every game, and that means that he's a big part of the problem. He got work today. He got totally outrun by a 37-year-old Modric. That run that Modric made was from like box to box. Yeah, and he outran everybody, and he he shouldn't be outrunning anybody. I mean, he, Modric is the man. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's not an fast. Amazing player. Yeah. No, he's not. He's thirty. He'll be thirty-eight soon. Well, at that point, at that point, was it Jordan Henderson, Fabinho, and James Milner in their midfield? Because uh, it might have still been. have the, that might have been right before. On. Well, he came off. I thought for yeah. Milner. So I don't know if it was right before, or right after. But that's 
probably why Luka Modric could run past you all because that was your That's midfield crazy. three. And yeah, when Fabinho came into the league, the first season, and 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 I think everyone knew he was on that Monaco team with Bernardo Silva that mm-hmm. crushed that that came back and beat City with Mbappe in the Champions League. I that watched that too. game last night. And uh, not the game, the highlights. And he was, and you know, Liverpool picked him up, and he came in, slotted in right away, and was fantastic. Yeah, he. I was so mad we missed him. He was good for like honestly, isn't? I mean, I guess last year he was injured a lot, but remember he dropped back and played center back for them and did really well. Yeah, and maybe that's what he has to do. They just they have I don't know they have too many holes in their midfield to do that. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, he's not they that can't old play. though, is he? He's like 30, no, he's right? not. Maybe. He is. He's not even thirty. Oh look. Yeah, I don't. I mean, is it just one of those things where he's twenty nine years know, old, just dies out of nowhere? His yeah. legs have died. I mean, the team is stale. Klopp is stale. Sorry, Liverpool. So classic Liverpool pick up seventh or eighth season. Klopp, I can't remember. It's classic seventh. though. Seventh. They do pick up points. Um, they beat a Newcastle. It's an important win for them to try to chase them. And that win, those three points, are maybe just as important to. Dr. Pete's Tottenham team, who win 2-0. to zero. Emerson Royal, is he him, Dr. Pete? Is that him? Is he him? Is he is he? he? It's, it's a resurrection, Thomas. It's official. We paid $40 million for a right wing back during the January window who has not gotten on the field because Emerson Royal is too good. <laughs> Who would have thought, especially, I would like to read some of your choicier texts from uh, maybe like October or November. Oh, about Emerson you really Royal. dug these up? He, he is one of the yeah, few no, players that I've that. seen booed onto the field by Tottenham supporters. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times. I'm not kidding. Like, you can get booed off the field if you suck uh, or if the fans don't like you, but you really have to piss off the fans watching you to have them boo you onto the field. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much the Tottenham fans hated him, and I was right there with him. And this but may just be a stretch good. of decent games, but um, he's just done a better job of finding the right spaces. He's always run up and down very well and played decent defense. Like he was, he was great against Grelish in the uh, he, City game that we won. It was a good. He gets duel. about. He gets um, about. But he just he has always sucked at crossing the ball, finishing all the things you need out of a wing back in Conte's system. Uh-huh. Um, but in the past three or four games, he's really looked exceptional. He's our best player uh, in the yeah. West Ham game. And Davies playing left wing back had a better game than Perisic or Sessegnon's had all season. Yeah, I will be a little bit scared of Tottenham if they buy a center back and um, – if they can develop these one of these wingers, if Emerson Royal or Poro ends up being good, because the way Conte's systems work are exactly what you're saying. These outside wingbacks, if you have good players there, and he, they don't even have to be great. I think, uh, who was the guy that, that he had on Chelsea? Uh, what was his name? Moses. Moses, yeah. yeah. He turned Moses he turned into, into a, a Premier League-like team, team of the season player, which yeah, is absolutely had, unreal. Yeah, Chabi Chabby um I'm sorry, Marcus Alonso had like 10 goals. Like he can do stuff with average players, but you guys don't always run out average players, which <laughs> is a problem. Um, but, you, you know, you have him, you have 
Sunny scores. Richarlison, by the way, guys, we are almost in March, and Richarlison does not have a goal. He started this game. Yeah, I know. He doesn't have a goal. Yeah, he, he also like... hasn't had that many chances. Like one of the things that frustrates me about Conte is he's so loyal to his veterans. Yeah. Like Sonny should have been benched multiple games, given Richarlison a chance, mm-hmm. um, and he just has not done that. And he's had a couple games where he's he's had a couple games where he's looked good. I mean, he always yeah, put, he's, yeah. he's always physical, fast, athletic. He puts himself about. He works hard for the team, but he never. Yeah. Even when he, if he started a game, then he's he doesn't start the next one or two after. Like he can't get a head of steam going. No, yeah, yeah I, I think that he's going to be a big, uh, big addition. I, he just needs to rotate those guys and let let somebody get a couple games in. You know, put someone. I'd I'd leave Sonny on the bench for the next one. I would. Yeah, but I'm That's not the coach. So. It was an important win for you guys with uh, Newcastle dropping points. Pushed you guys up into fourth. Newcastle does have a game in hand and a pretty wide gap on your um, goal differential. You but, can't keep getting away with playing Lingley at center back, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you need a center back and a decent outside back. Uh, anything you want to add, Pete, to Harry Kane? They spelled out Her- They spelled out his name for him in the stands. Um, he was allowed to come on the field with his daughters and get uh, some more like an award for having the most goals in Tottenham's history and closing in on the prem, the prem record. Anything you want to say since you were upset that we didn't spend enough time on it? Um, he's easily the best player in our franchise's history. And um, before it's all said and done, if he sticks around, he'll be the greatest Premier League player. Individual player, not otherwise. I mean, wait, he doesn't have goal scorer. Individually, he'll be the best player. Best player ever in the history of the Premier, of the Premier League. That's the Tottenham fans' opinion for better, sure. Better than Henri for Tottenham. Or better than Henri. Better than Schmier better than Henri. Not not right now, but if he but, if he stays in the Premier League and has better than Wayne Rooney. Better than, yeah, better than Wayne Rooney. No. Better than Cristiano Ronaldo at the first time. Individually, for what he's done for his team, yes. So he's the best Tottenham just player. Plays on, okay. He just plays. He's on saying a because team. he's an isolated player. He's saying because he's an isolated player. Individually, I mean, the contribution better he's made than for his Darius Vassell. Team. Yeah, that's not right. No, no way. I see what you're saying. Uh, you'd have you'd have to have a long. He has single-handedly dragged our franchise from like an eighth-place average finish up to third or fourth which nobody else has even come close to doing something like that. This might be a stretch, but I would say for Harry Kane to be considered by anyone other than a Tottenham fan as the best player in the history of the Premier League, he's going to have to win Tottenham any trophy. Any I'm just talking about his individual efforts. I'm not talking about best player in Premier League history. But that's what you said. That's what you said. No, I mean him as an individual. What, you know, what does that mean? Like that he's, is he the best person in the Premier League? Like you want to go have a beer with him? I don't. I don't... It's almost like you're, you're, you're using war, right? Like wins over replacement value. The player exactly. who's worth the most to his team of all time. Basically, yeah. if you didn't have Harry Kane, instead of finishing in fourth, oh. you would finish in tenth. Yeah, I mean, because his backup was a difference. blank face FIFA regen. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the argument you're making. We would have to. Anyways, we'd we would have to. Have yeah, uh, he was very excited. Harry Kane was. Um, he made a speech. It was a good one. Um, 
James, I think you tried to translate it at one point. We kind of lost it. <laughs> I ended up dumber at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> but Tottenham with a big 2 nothing win over West Ham, especially on the back of Newcastle's loss. Um, they still have a game up on most people around them, but they are seven points behind Manchester United, one point above Newcastle, um, and still seven points above Liverpool, who I guess... Is that who you're looking back at, Pete? Or are you looking back... Is Newcastle still the primary threat? No, I think it's Liverpool, for sure. I know you yeah. guys don't like them, but... Uh, I don't like them, they, but... They, they're um, there. They're, they're going to get some guys back from injury. Um, they're going to be out of Champions League, so they can focus on one competition. They're going to be dangerous. Yeah. They did have Firmino come on, and Jota was, I think, warming up at one point, maybe. He came in. He came yeah, in, he yeah. He came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Pete, so we have our trip to Kentucky for your 40th. Oh, man. And that is on oh, April. Yeah. Listen That's... listen to this slate of games. So Thursday we fly in Tottenham versus Man U on mm-hmm. Thursday. Okay. Saturday is Arsenal versus Chelsea. All right. Sunday is Liverpool-Tottenham. So we turn Oof. around Thursday, Sunday, Man U-Liverpool. City plays Fulham. Oh man, Muff's gonna be so pissed because we'll be watching so much <laughs> soccer and talking so much sports, and we'll be blackout and obnoxious. That's, a, that's another brother, Ken. He hates sports, really, and he hates when we talk about sports, which is he hates you, Ken. Do. He doesn't even know you. Really? Do. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. He doesn't know you too. exist. And he hates you. Oh, that's cool. That's not nice. <laughs> All right, guys. So somebody brushed on. A bad team. Before we um, leave, that's way Tottenham, back. West Ham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm off mm-hmm. Tottenham. How is it possible that that game happens over the weekend, and now it's Tuesday? How mm-hmm. is how is Moyes still in a job? They put out that they put out that message, right? They said jobs on danger. We're not. They, it has them. to be because they can't find someone. I don't know. Like they're a big team. I mean, West Ham's like a traditional big team. You you wouldn't be able to find somebody I know, to and coach they're them. Gonna be relegated. I mean, you usually don't fire somebody after a game in which you're not really. Favored. They've had 23 games to not be often. in the relegation battle. If they lose to Nottingham Forest at home, that'll be on a big Saturday. One. Then he's gone. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, it is like. We've talked about it a few times with West Ham. I cannot believe they're still in 18th they place. They have five wins. They are, they are two points out of 20th place. <laughs> two points out of 20th. Yeah. Being the worst team in the league after. And they have the top you know, four last you year. Can get, you can get 150 million for Bowen and um, Declan Rice. Last year, just you for those could've. two. Last, last year, last Bowen year you could have. This year, yeah. Bowen's not. You're not getting anything for Bowen. And Neither one of them. I think Rice has gone oh, down I a bit too. I still think you would get something for. Bowen. I think Rice, sure. you're gonna still, you're gonna get like 80 or something for. Yeah, I think. But I think but like you probably could have gotten 100 for him. Mm-hmm. On by Rice by himself last season, 100 yeah. more mm-hmm. than 100. I still think well, he'll spe- go for a lot. Spill, speaking of a team that will most likely buy him. Uh, Chelsea lost to Southampton at home today, so, or uh, this weekend, and Southampton is in 20th place even after winning. They're still in 20th place. <laughs> Chelsea's in 10th place, and there's a great video clip of the Chelsea players coming out of the tunnel for the game. Oh, I love that. This I loved you posting home. that clip. 
I loved you posting that. This clip. is at home, and it's as Quaid at the very beginning. Quick clap, like runs up the. Steps. Let's go, boys. And then you have like twenty guys downcast, barely jogging up, like not even not looking, looking at, at one each another. Other. No, really, really bad body language. This is a horrible loss. And yes, James Ward Prowse is an amazing free kick taker. He's amazing. He has the highest converted free kick percentage in Premier League history. He's going to pass David Beckham as long as he's in the Premier League. It's pretty wild. Um, for goals. And he's unstoppable. Great. That's one goal. Southampton gets one set-piece goal. A lot of times when you play bad teams, they score a set-piece goal, guys. It happens all the time. But to score no goals against the 20th place team at home is really terrible. It's the same story. We're just saying the same things over and over again. And now, I mean... You have to fire Graham Potter. I think you have to, right? They said th- that's another thing they said. They said no way. And I think Pete brought this up in the past. Like, if or if one of us, one of us did. I think it was Pete. Like, if you yeah, don't what's fire the point him, of firing him right now. What's that? What's the point of firing? Yeah. Him what's right the now? point of firing him right now? Like, you're who's going to bring in? Yeah. Who, well, that's logically correct. I agree with that. Yeah, but but I you know I'm and I agree with that too. But I'm also like I'm like this is insane. (laughs) The the money outlay (laughs) that they had this season. I mean, they had Felix on the field, Madueke who they just bought for whatever sixty whatever they were throwing. Fernandez obviously that they just bought for a hundred and thirty. Mudrik was Uh, like what he had one pass. Mudrik came out was terrible. Sterling came out was terrible. <laughs> Havertz came out was terrible, and Wesley cool Fofana, who was the first player that started the deluge of overpriced defenders to Chelsea, he actually also came on at one point. It's cool always been really bad. They don't like him. Yeah, crazy. Koulibaly was another purchase. Yeah, that all these guys have been really, really poor for the team. Um, Ken, you could argue that it's because J5 left. You could argue that. Um, J5, huge impact, obviously, in his match. No impact in the Chelsea match. It just seems like... I mean, the logical part that we had talked before, there is no point in firing Graham Potter, which long-term is correct. But there's... I mean, where's the line, guys? What if they lose their next two? I mean, you just lost to Southampton at home. If you don't fire him now... yeah. Then you do start They're, believing that he is going to be safe until the end of the season, at least. They, they have eight losses. Yeah, this is an awful yeah. loss. There's eight losses, guys. eight wins, seven, seven draws. They have, they have scored twenty-three goals. How do you not score on a team who shipped forty at home yeah. already? Yes, they've shipped forty already this season. Southampton has have. And you don't get one. And they never even looked like scoring in this game. It wasn't even the fact that they didn't score. It wasn't like, oh, they were just hard done by like a a huge press. They just. If I'm a Chelsea. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. And if I'm one of these Chelsea players, like this is just your value is just as a player is so tanked. Most of them are on a billion year con. They don't care. I know, I know. It's crazy. It's the, it's, if any of yeah. them are ambitious, like 
I don't think Chelsea is the project. Well, I think for them Chelsea to be is at. where ambition goes to die. You know, you're going to get paid a ton of money. <laughs> and right now, what this season is showing is there's no, there's no bar that's been set for like what is acceptable behavior or what's acceptable play. When you look at the yeah. manager down, the manager has had 600 million pounds spent for players that maybe he doesn't know anything about, or maybe they know, maybe he's the one picking them. Who knows? I hope not, but there's nothing to say. Like, this is what we expect here. Yeah. And you know what, actually, yeah, I think you're exactly right, Ken. And revisiting our point where we're saying that there's no point in firing Graham Potter. I mean, maybe there is though, like, I know you've you've picked your guy, right? I, very very obvious that Bully comes in and he's like, "This is my guy." But at the same time, like the inability to reassess where you are based mm-hmm. on factual results, like that that's not a necessarily a strength. I I agree, and I think you have to look further at the table when you assess. Should Potter still be walking up and down my sideline? You took him from Brighton. And Brighton is better without him. And you are worse with him. And Brighton (laughs) isn't worth 600 million pounds. And you just spent 600 million pounds in 90 days. Yeah. And you took their best defender with that previous season when you left. Yes. I think you're seeing an experiment play out, and I don't know if we've ever seen this before, but a top team taking or just bringing in an entirely new squad of 18 players, and it just doesn't work because you don't have you don't have anybody that has been there. There's no leaders in the locker room yeah, they that have been leaders. there. Like you just can't do that in the Premier League. Well, yeah. well, and yeah, the guys that have been there. They know that the new guys who are fighting for their for fighting for your position are also getting paid two to three times more than you. Forever. For <laughs> for eight years. Like Mason Mount's in... sitting there and they're they're trying to nickel and dime him on his contract. You read this stuff? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, And they yeah, bring in two right. players at his position. Yeah. Well they have two players in every position. Yeah. Like they I mean <laughs> That's a good they, point. Uh, there's no That's vision. I mean. So yeah, maybe Pete, you're right. You can't fire Potter until the board sits down and writes down on paper what is Chelsea's new vision under Todd Bowley. Is it just bye bye bye, cross your fingers and hope for the best? Not working so far, but it, it, yeah. you, I love watching it, but if I was a fan, I would be almost mad enough to to stop supporting them at this point with what they with what they trot out every weekend. Well, they're, well, guys, a, uh, they're a bogey team, and we play them this weekend. I know, home. I was going to say, you guys are about to get a four-spot drop. We'd have to actually, do a health check on Pete. You really would. You'd have to take me out back. And they it's, always freaking beat us. They it's always freaking beat us. Three shots on target, four goals. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to happen this weekend. Guys, I want to read you their form. Starting on October 29th, loss... Loss, 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 win. <laughs> they beat Bournemouth. An hour into January. Woo-hoo. Draw, loss, 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 win over Palace, 1-0. Draw to Liverpool, gross. Draw to Fulham. 
draw to West Ham, lost to Dortmund, lost to Southampton. Jesus. I think you guys heard it. There were two wins in there and mostly losses. Five losses out of ten. That's really bad. Uh, And three draws and two wins. I think it's crazy that that they're still in tenth place. Yeah. But that. Well, Well, that's just the bottom of the tape. Yeah, I mean, the bottom half is just... When you get in the middle, like, one win puts you, you know, gets you out of there. I mean, guys, they're only, like, ten points out of... They are eleven points out of eighteenth place. Uh, they're also 18 points out of third. <laughs> so, you know, Chelsea, we, we know that the you, you don't really, there's no point in firing Potter. Yes, there is. I think they're going to be out of all the competitions if they lose to Dortmund, which they're already losing. There you I go. Think they're yeah. out of all the competitions. Yeah. Yeah, they're out of all the competitions then. And I don't think they have what... Liverpool has where they can possibly sneak through into fourth place if they can just, you know, Salah catches fire, Diaz comes back, Jota comes back, and they can get something going on offense. I, I don't really think that Chelsea has that. Well, Liverpool's yeah. more points up the table, too. They've got and games, two games in, in hand. hand. Yeah, yeah. game Four in points hand. In point, yeah. So that they've actually got a legitimate shot. Even if Chelsea made a run, it's like, well, yeah, they're not going anywhere. And you still got to pass Liverpool. Did though. you did you see? I think the um, it was either the pre or post conference press conference that Potter gave out of this game, and they were asking him about the form. They asked him directly, and he said, "You know, well, maybe I'm a little bit biased, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but I don't think I'm the problem here." <laughs> see, that is a guy who I feel is being told the pressure is on. We need results. We need Maybe. results. Maybe, guys. Maybe. But he's no Brendan Rodgers. Uh, Brendan Rodgers has pulled his Leicester team mm. all the way up to 14th place. Brenda. But, but he could not get past the buzzsaw at Manchester United, despite having, a, I thought, a better first half than United did. Um, Was Leicester it in the first half that the Hay made well. that amazing uh, save? Like three of them. Yeah, he made yeah. two. It was a ton. Yeah, he made at least clawed two. it back off the line from that. I think it was a header, a nacho header, maybe. Yeah, really, really. I mean, Manchester United did not play well in the first half, but Rashford scored anyways because he's just scoring nonstop. On fire. And then in the second half, um, Sancho came in for Veghorst, who was playing at the ten. Guys, does any do any of you have <laughs> any six foot six guy at your ten? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think your ten six feet six. He's only six four, I think. Our guy. I <laughs> double check that. <laughs> double check that. Um, no, he's six six. He's listed as six six. Don't don't test. Me. I said Holland. Our me. guy is only six four. Oh, yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, we had Vout Veghorst in the middle of the field running the show um, as Manchester United smoke Leicester in the second half. Rashford scores again because why not? Jaden Sancho scores after coming in and playing at the cam position and moving Veghorst to DM. We had Veghorst as our defensive midfielder. Total football. Um, Johan Cruyff's vision, 6'6 <laughs> six, six DMs. Total, total Veghorst. It's pretty good. Um, I think that at some point in this game, or at some point during this season, one of these super long tackles that Veghorst makes, and they take so long for him <laughs> to like get down, 
he's going to go in late and really, really injure somebody. Just because he's so big and, like, there's so so much happening there. It's just, like, I watched him uh, slide tackle, I don't know, I think it was Madison maybe. And Madison limped for, like, the next 25 minutes. They did call a free kick on him. Yeah. But it wasn't in time, you know? Like, something bad's going to happen with that. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, Valt Veghorst you have at your 10. Um, inspiring the troops. United smoke Leicester City 3-0. And I think the best part about this game to me is that it is a ho-hum win for Manchester United over a team that is actually surging a little bit. Leicester's been playing well and United coming off the Barcelona match, which was really good. I was worried about the letdown game playing at home against Leicester and they didn't, you know, it looked like a letdown as a first half. Yes. Rashford scored. It was against the run of play and Leicester was knocking on the door for mainly the first 45 minutes and to have United come away with there with a nice and easy 3-0 win. Um, you can pull some players later. There's really not been a lot of rotation. Ten Hag doesn't seem to like to rotate. Um, in time, guys, for... I wanted to ask you this. The Thursday match against Barcelona, it's 2-2 aggregate. It's a pod game. Isn't everybody rooting for Manchester United to beat Barcelona? I'm asking you first, James, because you'd be the only one that wouldn't. No. You're not rooting for Manchester United. No, I'm I'm rooting for a Dark Knight Returns Bane style. <laughs> it's a hole in the field. cataclysmic event. Just yeah. avoiding answering the question. <laughs> um, that's all you're doing. I, so that to me, it means I can't. You are. I can't. I cannot verbally. Oh, whatever. Consent. Whatever. I've had to, to pick between Liverpool you. and Manchester City. Hey, for you, like make the last you make your choices. You make your choices, bud. <sighs> Yeah, I'm like, right now, I'm like, yeah, maybe Arsenal? Uh, hey, uh, good for you. Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't no, 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 no. <laughs> but I have to say, guys, that normally I don't care about the Europa League this early, especially this weird knockout game they added. I hate that it's two legs. It's, it, it is our fault for not getting through despite bad refing or blah, blah, blah. You still got to get yeah. through Europa. You got to win your – it doesn't really matter. But this match, if we knock Barcelona out, I'm fine with losing the next match. You know, we play like, you know, Real Sociedad or something and we lose. Fine. Totally fine with it. Don't mind. Don't really care about Europa until the semis anyway. But in this case, if Barcelona lose, they will have been knocked out of the Champions League. We keep hearing about how resurgent they are. They did all that scummy stuff in the offseason to sign players. And Still doing room. scummy stuff. Still doing scummy stuff. Now they have the ref. Somebody paid the ref $1.5 million for something. We don't know what it is, but the refs are getting paid. And Barcelona, everybody says, oh, they're the best defense in the world right now. They've only allowed seven league goals. Well, they allowed 12 goals in the Champions League group stages, which is only six matches. Yeah. So I want Manchester United to take them apart to score seven goals over the aggregate two legs would be wonderful. So we could bring that up as well. Um, then after that, we can sit the rest of our players for all of Europa for all I care. Um, I would love to knock Barcelona out. They need every dime they can get from Europa, and we don't need money as badly as they do. It would just be wonderful. I just want to. I, I I don't normally care, but I think we're all going to be watching that game on Thursday. Is why that isn't fair? yeah? Why yeah, isn't yeah. there more talk about the historic quadruple? Oh yeah. Well, it's a lowercase Q. <laughs> All yeah, <laughs> all lowercase, all lowercase, like all three lower point font. Letters. That's yeah. all we heard about last year was the historic <laughs> quadruple. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, the Manchester United are still technically involved in four um, competitions. Last team, right? Yeah. Yes, technically the last team. Um, th- we play Newcastle this weekend for the uh, Carabao Cup, which is cool. I don't have any soccer games. I don't have to coach. Um, it's after church. Like We're all good. We're going to see this match. I'm excited about it. I'll probably get Claude in there. Joey in there with oh, wow. TV, you know. Well, listen, good stuff happening. You know who's you know who has to play in goalkeeper for Newcastle. <laughs> they did not commit. No, they no, did not commit. To he's that. He, that's all because that, Dubrovka is cup tied because he played with you. No, there's another goalkeeper that he brought up. He said it's between oh, really? Lewis Carius and uh, there's Terry oh my Terry god, how, how, Terry <laughs> <laughs> What does that say about Carius though? It's Mark Giuseppe. He's not a youth player. He's played before. Mark Gillespie. Gillespie, there it is. Yeah, sorry. He's their four. They said he's he won't commit. Wow, that's that, I mean, that, that's, that's all you sorry, need to say. Sorry, Loris. Yeah. All you need to know is both of those keepers are ready. <laughs> yeah. Could be either one. Well, How are you going to game plan that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie Howe, five D chest, sure. I'll sure. tell you what, I mean, they're that... already training him on the time-wasting. You can bet your ass on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, there's also been a lot of talk. Dan Byrne is a um, he's a Burnley vet mutant. Right? He never played at Burnley, I don't think. But he. Uh, but he's in that mold. Oh, he's, he's a mold. six. He's six eight or whatever he is. <laughs> he is absolutely massive, mold. and they play him at like left back. Yeah, and he cannot tackle. From the ground. Every tackle he's had this year, he's three or four inches in the air, like, scything people down. They, t- they call it getting burned. He's a I've maniac. Like he's a maniac. <laughs> yeah. So we got to do it. He's 6'6", 190. So it's Vout versus Dan Byrne. Oh, man. By the way, 6'6", 190 is not a healthy weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just try not to get burned. I mean, the thing is, now United are are heavily favored for that match and I will I do want a trophy. I want to win a trophy. Winning gets winning. You want a trophy. Yeah. Take the Carabao Cup. Of course it's, you would. I'll take it. And and I'll be I will be I'll be upset if we don't win it. Yeah. No. I, that, I mean you're in the final. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like you would do something absolutely stupid like fire your Don't bring up yeah. the fucking <laughs> Mourinho thing again. You're so obnoxious about that. Like like we were gonna beat City when they were ten to one favorites. Because we fired our coach. Brian Mason. It's like the dumbest thing you've ever brought up and continue to bring up. (laughs) That is not true. That is not the dumbest. I I also think that that is not true. It is so dumb. I wasn't even going to. That's not even what I was talking about. (laughs) I didn't didn't say anything about it. (laughs) All right. So Manchester United win 3 0. A ho hum victory for Manchester United. They are playing very well. Played very well against Barcelona. Now we have Barcelona again. Casemiro's back for that game. He's back for Newcastle. He's had a nice rest after his red card and his accumulation yellow cards, like missing all these matches. Um, We were not told. Probably gets a red card in the Barcelona (laughs) game. And you, you don't have to play Fred anymore. Uh, yes, we do. Oh, oh, why? Because oh, um, it's between Fred and Sabitzer. We don't have Erickson. Oh, you're gonna Unless play Sabitzer then? Maybe. Um, Sabitzer isn't as good at defense, so I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, they play together in Brazil, so maybe there's a little bit of chemistry there. Fred and I think uh, Casemiro Casemiro. definitely Mm. gets a red card in this game. He doesn't know when he's going to get to tackle Barcelona again, so. Mm, I I think it's it's over with (laughs) before it starts. Hopefully we're winning when it happens. (laughs) Hopefully. Um, Because we got a lot of of games left to play, guys. But Manchester United win 3-0. They are sitting alone in third place with Seven points above Tottenham and three points behind Manchester City in February, question mark. Um, and only 20 goals behind, 23 goals behind on goal differential against Manchester City, but still sort of kind of around the top um, with Val Weghorst at the nine and or ten. Um, that's uh, that's a good season. We're, we're, we've done well so far. And like Ken says, doesn't matter. Just got to keep going. Um, two big matches and the whole pod, whether James says it or not, on my side on Thursday. No, I I do I do hate Barcelona now. So. Yeah, especially since you guys get investigated for everything and they don't get investigated for. A- they're bribing refs. They're like they're unilaterally altering signed contracts. Yeah. Um. Cool. How many investigations? I think it's yeah, about count zero. Them. Count them. Still at zero. zero. Still at zero. All right, guys. So, uh, Ken Lee, anything uh, to add? Nope. Way up high in the sky. Yeah, could you hear me? Arsenal? I said no. I can hear you. <laughs> You're way up top there. You're way up top. Uh, Dr. Pete, anything to add? I would just say that this title race is starting to remind me of the 2015-16 title race between Leicester and Tottenham. Didn't say the who wanted to win it less race? Yeah, you guys slid into like fourth. No, no, I'm saying 15 16 when we played when when Leicester pipped us. I think Arsenal finished second that season. Win the league, yeah, that's right. They did, yeah. You you finished third, bro. You lost your last three games, yeah, but we were like 50 plus goal differential. That was my point. Your last three games, you're 34 goal differential. (laughs) <laughs> all right james anything to add no i'm just ex- extremely disappointed that we didn't turn the momentum from arsenal into anything and i picked the wrong week to miss and the wrong week to come back <laughs> yeah chris did. wood will do it to you chris wood will do it to you mm. little little wood will do you <laughs> well you got bournemouth next that you guys guy. usually <laughs> he's heard the things you said and you got bournemouth away another chris away wood. game city away City the going mouth. away. Woo. The mouth. Got to find out what yeah. that mouth does. We well, got Leipzig before that. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to find out. <laughs> for Ken Lee, for James Lewis, and for Dr. Pete, I'm Tom Miller saying I hope everybody has an awesome week. So, Ken, when you went crazy after mm-hmm. the Jorginho goal, how many, were there any crying kids? Was it one of those things? What's wrong with daddy? No, no. My, my kids and wife are very well aware of the the implications of of weekends when arsenal is is on um it it's gonna depending on when the game is it's gonna easily ruin my entire morning if it's a later morning mm-hmm. game it's gonna go into the afternoon if it's a twelve thirty game it, it it's it's well into the evening before i get properly over uh, a performance from arsenal but